Well, let's just pray together. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks that we can be together um, online on this Easter Sunday. Help us, Lord, to understand your message of hope for us today. O Holy Spirit, be upon us in this space and across the internet, in people's homes. May your Holy Spirit be upon people today as they gather in your name, proclaiming Jesus Christ as our risen Lord and Saviour. Amen. We're here this Easter. We recognise that it's different, but we are confident, we're assured of the great hope that we have in Jesus and in his resurrection. So I want to encourage you as we are moving from Good Friday into Easter Sunday um, and been following along with our, our Easter services at home packs, I want you to take the, the stone and the cloth that's in this pack. And if you're still able and still able to get your hands on the, the nails that you've made into a cross on Good Friday, I encourage you to take them and hold them. I want you to feel the cold hardness of the stone and the, and the nails of the cross. I want you to hold all of those and understand that that symbolism of the cold, hard death, the separation, the entombment of Jesus. I want you to reflect upon times in your life that you've felt alone, that you've felt isolated, that you've felt separated. Let God in this moment speak into your hearts now with new words, words that take these symbols and move them from symbols of death and isolation and move them into signs of life. For us, the cross has been a symbol of, of faith, has been a symbol of hope that's been speaking into the world for centuries. Some people wear them as, as jewellery around their neck or on their body or earrings or wherever it might be. Some people may have little silver crosses or big wooden crosses. Some people might have tattoos of a cross on themselves. And it's a symbol and a recognition of the death of Jesus. But it also has provided hope for so many people. What I want you to do today is to have that cross as more than just a symbol. Let it be an indication of your faith in Jesus. Let it be an indication of you giving your life to Jesus so that you may have eternal life. The stone. Hold that stone and think once it was used to seal the tomb of Jesus, where he was buried. The stone was rolled onto it to stop anybody getting in and anybody getting out. But we know the grave could not hold Jesus down. No earthly powers could contain him. He has conquered everything. He has conquered death. I want you to hold that cloth in your hands and let it take you back to that space where that linen cloth had been used to wrap Jesus' body for burial. And it's now laying on the floor of the tomb 
empty. So you see these symbols of the the cross and the stone and the cloth, they're not empty symbols. They're full of meaning. They're full of hope and they are full of joy. So I want, you know, as we've heard the message come from John's Gospel, I want us to kind of delve into it, to recount it, to bring it back into this, this moment for us, to understand the scene as Mary Magdalene is coming early in the morning to the tomb, expecting to anoint the dead body of Jesus. But instead she finds the stone rolled away and as John's Gospel explains to us, she thinks that people have stolen the body of Jesus and so she runs to find Peter and the other disciples to tell them about this, to help her to find Jesus so she can anoint the body. In her mind, that is what she was thinking. In her mind, that was the end and she just needed to grieve. Peter and the, the disciples and another one of the disciples run off to see what's happened. And they both end up at the tomb, the empty tomb, and they, they look in at different times, one after the other, and they see the linen wrappings lying there and they find that there's no body. And suddenly, as they see those empty linen wrappings, they understand the scriptures and what Jesus had been saying. Now, it would be so easy for us to understand the resurrection, to understand Jesus coming back from the dead so easily. But for Mary, it wasn't the same. It wasn't satisfactory that she'd just look in and see the empty wrappings. She was caught up in her grief, and rightly so. She wants to know where Jesus had been taken It's then she encounters Jesus and recognises him in his voice. It's interesting to me to actually think about the story that we have here of the resurrection of Jesus and how different people needed different levels of proof and understanding in order for them to believe and understand, in order for them to see what has happened. See, some had seen the empty tomb and the stone rolled away and, and, and the linen wrappings laying on the ground empty and they believed it and others needed that personal concrete, personal experience in order to believe. It's the same for, for everything for us. Um, wherever we think about important issues that affect our lives, some people are easily and quick at grabbing the concept and understanding and seeing what is there. And other people take some more time and convincing them. And neither way, neither person is better than one or the other. We're just different and we we take different times, we take different understandings. I want you to hear the story, know the story. See, the story of Easter is incredibly powerful. We don't need to come up with a new message because that is the message for Easter. It is Jesus' resurrection. Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty. The stone is rolled away. The cloth wrappings are are laying on the ground. See, what do we have here? We have not a symbol of death, but we have a symbol of hope. In that emptiness of the tomb, in the emptiness of the linen wrappings, there is hope. 
See, the story of Jesus didn't end just on the cross. It didn't end on Good Friday and his death and placement in the tomb. See, if that was the case, hope would have died with that. It didn't. The story carries on and we have the resurrection. Without the resurrection, following Jesus is pointless. It's following good teachings about moral behaviour. But following Jesus is not about moral behaviour. It's about life and connection with God. It's about that personal, intimate relationship with God. It's about having faith in what God has done for the world through Jesus Christ. The resurrection is central to the Christian faith. We believe, as did the early church, that Christ has risen from the dead and there is an actual physical resurrection. The miracle of the resurrection really happened. So what I want us to do is cycle back around to that grave clothes again. I want us to really hone in and just sit on that for a moment. Sit on the significance they have in the gospel account from John. I want you to understand the importance that the resurrection has in the belief in God and in God's plan of salvation for all of the world. See, the Apostle John, the writer of John's gospel, connects the birth of Jesus, the birth of his faith, with the sight of the grave garments, of those linen wrappings laying on the ground. John hadn't connected all of the dots of his birth, of the teaching of Jesus, of the ministry, of his death and his resurrection. He hadn't connected all of those until he saw those grave clothes, those garments on the ground. See, see throughout John's Gospel... He keeps on commenting about how the disciples, even as they're sitting and listening to Jesus' teaching, and even as Jesus keeps on explaining to them that he needs to rise from the dead, they didn't understand, they didn't comprehend, they didn't get it. It wasn't until they experienced in that moment where they should have seen the body of Jesus, where the stone should have been there, where the wrappings of Jesus should have been binding that body. Until they saw that, they didn't comprehend, they didn't understand what Jesus had been saying to them all along. The belief in the resurrection was due to their experience in the events they had and they realised that the resurrection was an inspired prophecy that happens and has been fulfilled. So let's quickly hear again what John's Gospel says so we can really drive home and really hear and understand. Peter and the other disciples started out from the tomb. They were both running, and I love how, I love how this gets placed in this. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And what happened? He, he stooped, looked in, and saw the linen wrappings lying there and didn't go in. He was kind of perplexed, didn't understand it. Then Simon Peter arrived, looked in basically, went inside and he noticed that the linen wrappings were lying on the floor and while the cloth that had covered the face of Jesus had been folded and laying apart from the other wrappings. So there was deliberateness to this action. There was a deliberate placing of the cloth. It wasn't as though somebody came in, picked the body up and walked out. 
It wasn't as though somebody had come in and just ripped these apart and threw them around. There was a deliberate action and process of what had gone on. And when Peter had seen this, he believed. And then the disciple who reached the tomb first, who looked in and didn't see all of that was inside, went in and saw and what believed. He believed because of those linen wrappings, because of the cloth that was lying on the ground. They didn't understand the scripture that Jesus had had to rise from the dead. For us, what does it mean to believe? What does it mean for us to believe in Jesus Christ today? What does it mean for us to believe that Jesus has risen from the dead? Rising from the dead, the tomb is empty. The body is not there. You're looking in the wrong place if you're looking for a dead Jesus because Jesus is alive. So today, as we've heard the story of Jesus' resurrection again, let it be more than words. Let it be more than just words flowing over us. Let it be the inspiration of your faith to know Jesus, to know his love for you, to know his sacrifice that he gave his life on Good Friday. But it wasn't just about that. It was about the resurrection, that he conquered all. He's conquered even death. And we can place our trust in Jesus. There is hope. There's hope in dark situations. There's hope in where the situation we find ourselves. And even if we die, we know that if we have faith in Christ, we will have eternal life with Christ. So let us just pray. Let us bring our trust into the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Let us bring our faith into Jesus and his resurrection. Let us just pray together. Our gracious Lord, we just give you thanks for this time. We give you thanks that you didn't end the story. You didn't end the life of Jesus just on the cross. But we know that Jesus is God incarnate with us. We know that Jesus has the power over sin and death because he has risen from the dead. We know that he is your son. And it's in him our faith is placed, our trust is placed. Because God, you are the God of the resurrection. You are the God of hope. You are the God of new life and new beginnings. And Lord, we just pray that we may have new life and new beginnings in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you believe that, I want you to raise your hands and say amen to this because you are born again with Jesus. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And speaking of resurrection, speaking of new hope and new life, one of the things that we've placed in our Easter Sunday pack is a plastic egg. And inside that plastic egg is one of the promises from Scripture. I want you to take that, open it up and read the promise of Scripture for yourself. What does God say to you today? But also in there is a little um, 
pot and potting mix and seed. And it's a symbol of death to life, a new life, a growth and life. I want you to take and plant that seed and grow that as a sign of life coming out of death. The seed has died to itself and it brings new life for us. May your life flourish and abound in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.